Hello and welcome to Room Escape Divas, your podcast on everything escape rooms. This week, we are joined by David and Lisa Spira of Room Escape Artist once again for a very special isolation podcast. Yeah. I think the lead-in song for this should be a parody of All By Myself. <laughs> See if Eric, Errol could do that. <laughs> My name is Errol. I'm Manda. And we are joined once again. Oh, Mike and Ruby are not with us today. We kind of cobbled this together last minute. Last minute, like this morning. Yeah. And <laughs> Sundays are not good for Mike and Ruby, we found out. So they are... They are uh, Stay well. They they would be at home anyway, but they're not going to be joining us. But we do have David and Lisa here, who, well, really, who are the reason we're doing this podcast today? You guys were the ones that came up with this idea. Yeah, yeah they just uh, they just contacted us this morning. We're like we're 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 kind of bored. We've been in isolation for over a week since we got back from Europe. And uh, oh, that's right, because you were from Europe. I forgot about that. Yeah, I we, mean, I yeah, shouldn't we, have forgotten we about that. Did a self-imposed isolation. Because yeah. we thought that would be the responsible thing to do. So that is responsible. You are very responsible folks. Yeah, so we're we're kind of a week into the future for all of you. We're we're sl- we're just slowly starting to lose our minds in a very fun way. <laughs> How is that going so far? Like who's going to kill who first do you think? Honestly, we're we're doing fine. Yeah. Oh, that's good. It's They're still good. a married couple. Well, they still love each I don't other. Know. I just oh, thought married goodness. couples always want the to kill each other. The cynicism just comes that's in. That's what sitcoms <laughs> We've tell been me. together for too long and we got to kill you now. Yeah. No, we, no. Yeah. we even love celebrated. Love is stronger than that, man pants. <laughs> that's not what TV leads me to believe. <laughs> we celebrated our, our anniversary in isolation last week. Oh, oh. No, wow. yeah, no, those were two very different odds. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but seriously, this, this is not a joke. This is serious. Really, since like six months into our relationship, every month or so, Lisa will at some point just turn to me and very sweetly say, I'm not sick of you. Like, 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 you know, like it's a, like, like it's a, a lingering question, but you know, or it's, a surprise. It's, it's very, it's very <laughs> sweet. I'm not sick of him. <laughs> That's lovely. <laughs> so, it gives me hope that people don't always murder each other when they get married. When, do you, when does that? Why would you think that? I watch too many murder mysteries. Yeah, I, I know, but that's just a small sample of somebody making things up. You see me and my wife. I feel like that's like the outlier. We love each other. Uh huh. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, you- <laughs> You make no secret of that. Our window into your relationship is mostly just her eye rolls in your comics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the problem with Errol's comics, is that he portrays everybody else as being, like, weary of him. But it's like, you know, she did. No, no, I think she, Zoe's portrayal. No, that's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> She's weary of me. <laughs> But, you know... <laughs> it gives me great joy. <laughs> your wife did make, you know, a choice because she loved you. Oh, I thought so. you were going to say, your wife did make your children. I was like, oh, no. look at pants. <laughs> oh you know, God. we probably should get back on topic. We're already We off. don't even know. What, I the, don't know what the topic is. This is what is. the isolation does to us. <laughs> you were in Europe having a grand old time. We had a phenomenal time. We played some outstanding escape rooms in Athens. 
It was really fun. Did you play some of the three-hour ones? The shortest games we played there were 90 minutes. The longest was three and a half hours. Wow. <laughs> Is that as amazing as it sounds? It's it's really quite nice. It's it's interesting because um, you know, there were points in time where I, I would just lean over to Lisa and be like, I'm not sick of this yet. <laughs> <laughs> just like Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah, no, they they have a really interesting style of games. They have a couple of different styles that we saw over in Athens. Um, one of them is just very theatrical. A lot of horror games Whoa. with um, with actors and a and a very theatrical bent to them, um, which was a lot of fun. Manpans might need to brace for impact on that, but um, the rest of us really enjoyed ourselves. <laughs> Although I know Lisa doesn't like horror. Uh, it's not my style of choice, but I think I've come a long way over the years of writing about it because I wasn't really impacted. Yeah, she was totally fine. But no, they are really scary games, and a number of years ago, I would not have been happy or comfortable playing them. <laughs> yeah, but one of the games we played is called Sanatorium. and Oh, it, isn't that a Terpeka one? It, 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 is, it is one of the Terpeka games. Oh, there was that time that uh, Lindsay Terpeka? and I just shed ourselves... In a place where we couldn't be yeah. scared. This this game. <laughs> no spoilers. This game was was it was incredible. Uh, it was it basically felt like Silent Hill and a, and Resident Evil and maybe one of the Metroid games got together and made an escape room. And Whoa. one of the Metroid games, one of these things don't fit. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's like, like Silent Hill, yeah, okay. The, Resident it, it Evil, yeah. The way, the way you moved around the space and the way the space expanded and there was kind of this exploration component to it. And it was legitimately scary. And I don't Or you I, could be like me and Lindsay and not explore because true. scare. Yeah, that's true. I, I feel like I feel like I would die in that room, but I would love it, but at the same time Arrow would be shoving me towards every single scary thing um, first. It was it, it was like it wasn't like anything we'd ever played, but this game is one of the first ones in ages where like the the fear effect that came with it kind of lingered with me for a while because I was pretty much the first person to go almost all the time. Um, <laughs> and what this game really taught me was to be very very careful before walking into a new room. Yes, <laughs> David made a critical mistake in this game. Yeah. Um, no spoilers. No spoilers. But yeah, it was, <laughs> it was like, so we finally get back to the Airbnb later that night and we played this game really late. So we, we get back at like one o'clock in the morning because all of the, almost all the games that we played in, in Athens are, are, they pretty much only have, um, games running in the afternoon and in, and late in, and late into the evening. Sometimes, and it's really into the night. They don't do much in the way of morning bookings. So we get back at like one o'clock and I'm opening up the door to our Airbnb and I'm, and, and, and I'm walking in very cautiously. And then I walk <laughs> over to like the next door and I, and I, I think I, I think I'm like walking into the bathroom and I realize why am I walking into the bathroom of our Airbnb <laughs> nervously? Yeah. <laughs> Especially your Airbnb, which was. Uh, from your Instagram videos, had like a weird secret door to it. Uh, yeah, the mystery door. The mystery door. It was amazing. I yeah. mean, who builds a door eight feet off the ground with no ladder, yeah. no stairs? Yeah, no, no rational, no reasonable access to it at all. It was just this door that was almost entirely closed. Like we had, like you just see the light shining through it when we arrived, 
And um, we did what any sensible person would do. We all looked at the, the... And the, we did this note before we played the scary escape rooms. This is true. Um, and we just decided, well, we're going to have to just toss the smallest person that we have up to that door. And that was Lisa. So up she went. And uh, on our Instagram, you can find pictures and videos of the whole thing. And then also the uh, the, the notes that I left with a very light puzzle um, the really messed up notes that I left. Just to make it creepier for the next person, in case they're of the escape room playing type. Yeah, we were just disappointed that nothing was up there, so we decided to to leave little like journal entries from a person who had gone mad with bloodlust uh, and been sealed away in the room. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we, sounds cool. Uh, I'm hoping that uh, that that frightens someone at some point in the future. <laughs> How was how was the language barrier if there was one? We really didn't have any issues with language. Um, all of those games are playable in English. The actors and actresses are incredible in English, or I imagine in Greek. Um, yeah, it was totally fine. You do find, I mean, you find in the rooms that there is the Greek version and the English version of written ah. text and some of the puzzle elements, but um, all the games were totally playable. So what you should have done is that you should have left a Greek version and an English version of your note in the room. Yeah, I would have done that if I wasn't writing them at midnight before my flight the next morning and I had any, any grasp at all over Greek. I, I, I felt like such a jerk. I had like just, just no Greek at all. Like we, we usually at least try to learn some, some words and phrases and this trip kind of snuck up on us and I had one word. Yeah, I had learned that word, but then I forgot it. <laughs> You're not going to tell us what the word is. <laughs> We're all waiting. Calimera. It's like Ooh, what, a morning greeting. Oh, okay. cool. I was thinking like fried squid. squid. <laughs> <laughs> not quite, I guess. But yeah, well, anyway, awesome. Greece was a ton of fun. Um, but if you're going to go just kind of like general, general tips, one, you got to go with four people. You go with two people, you're going to have a bad time because you can play basically nothing, mm. um, at least uh, among like the real standout stuff. Um, it's a lot of horror. If you're not cool with horror, there's probably a better country for you to go to. Uh, the games are long. So when you're booking, just... Be cognizant the shortest games are 90 minutes and the longest ones are a lot longer. So you're going to play less in a day and it does make the scheduling puzzle a lot more challenging. What do you do with bathrooms? Uh, the really long games have bathrooms in them. Oh, oh that's most, smart. Most of, them, most of them do, at least. Uh, and some that, there's some that don't have bathrooms in them, um, the door is open and they're kind of like you can go off and yeah. do your business. Yeah. Uh, but, Do they have snack yeah. bars? Yeah, because you're all uh, the last yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. um, Paradox Project, in both of their, their games, which are three and three and a half hours long, they're, wow. they're centered around like a little snack area. There's a little bar. They have a oh, little tin of cookies, a couple of bottles of water and Coke yeah. and other stuff. Um, <laughs> and we, we showed up with our breakfasts because we played there extra early. They were very sweet and opened up early for us. Uh, so that we could fit everything into our schedule. 
And whom did you go with? Because you said you went with four. So Lindsay actually, was one of them. We, went with we actually went with eight, which I do not wow. recommend. I love all of our friends who we traveled with, but <laughs> eight was a challenge because I was booking everything for two groups of four. And I was, I, we were all staying together in an Airbnb, so I wanted to make sure that everybody played all the same games each day, even if they played them in different orders, so that when we got back at night, we could talk about them. And so the scheduling puzzle was really, really hard. So I would recommend that people go with just four and not eight. We met up with Nick from You Escape while we were out there. Oh, that was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we, we had dinner with him. You escape games, totally playable right now. In the quarantine. That's true. That's true. That is true. Yeah, but no, we had, a, we had a fantastic group. And then then we played this game Survivor, which, um, I don't know, maybe at the end of this we could do like a spoiler session so I can tell you the insane story of this game. Ooh, yeah. Because um, it's, it's crazy. And if you don't want to hear the spoilers, my only advice to you is if you're going to go play it, maybe pack an extra pair of shoes that you don't care about oh what about no shoes um bad idea <laughs> oh now i have these <laughs> after this. oh but that's awesome yeah i want to go to greece now but we can't oh, now, right now you want to hear the spoilers i do and after but you still want to go to greece you just want to spoil it for yourself yeah no no. I'm okay I'm with that. I'm the type of person that doesn't even like to watch trailers. I know. Okay, we won't do the spoiler thing. But, uh, oh, no, no, no. Uh, you can still I, spoil I, it for Mad Pants. Yeah, I, I yeah. will tell you, I will tell you, Egnor's group played this before my group, and um, Lisa wasn't, uh, sadly wasn't here for this at this point. She had to go work. But basically, uh, Dan and his crew walk out of this game, and they are just looking exhausted, just like physically exhausted. <laughs> and Chris looks at him pretty worried and is like, are, are, are we going to have fun? And, and Dan, Dan looks at him and says, yeah, yeah, this, this, it's, it, it's fun. You're going to have fun. Just keep your pace up. You know, play hard, especially in the first half. You'll, you'll know what I mean when you see it. Oh, God. And, um, play hard. And, and we're all like, oh, okay. And Dan and his team starts to walk away. And um, Chris looks down and sees that his, like, feet are wet up to his ankles. And he goes, Dan, are, are, are your feet wet? And Dan goes, yeah. Uh, he goes, yeah. And then he just walks away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that sounds yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah. And I think the last thing he said to us is, we're going to be talking about this game for the for the rest of time. Have fun. Uh, that was oh, it. Oh, <laughs> that sounds fun. Yeah. Ooh. I'm so sad I, I missed this game. I don't want to overhype it. Like, I don't want to say that this is not, like, this is not going to be on anyone's, ter- you know, I, I don't think it's going to be on anyone's, like, top Terpeka ratings or anything like that. But it was so different and incredibly memorable. And I don't still don't know whether I liked it. <laughs> ah. There's a there's a part of me that loved it and a part of me that just hated it and I'm still trying to figure out how to write the review. Mm. Oh, I know those are the hardest ones, yeah, right? They are, but they are mm. really fun to write. Yes. Anyway, anyway, did you have a schedule for this? Po- I mean, I know we're like 20 <laughs> minutes in and we didn't even really say what we're talking about. I mean, peons. We're on the room escape divas. That sounds par for the course. <laughs> yeah, that sounds that sounds about right. So, 
These are interesting times. We are currently... There are children in my front yard climbing my tree. Oh, so there are. <laughs> These are interesting times. The good news is your tree can't get COVID. That's true. <laughs> you go, little children. Have fun. Our, my tree is like our neighborhood fun tree. I just hope nobody sues me if a kid falls off. <laughs> We're going to get emails about this now. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? At least you're not every, in the every... U.S. <laughs> Someone would definitely sue you if their kid fell off. Yeah. 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 Just like, you put the tree in your yard with access to it. Oh, man. But like we said, these are, you know, right now we are in the midst of a pandemic and a lot of people are self-quarantining. Um, there's a lot of questions out there. And one thing David brought up, and he's absolutely right, is that the government hasn't really, you know, made use of a, a handful or like the thousands of experts that they have available to them who are very clearly experienced at solving world pandemics. And that is the escape room enthusiasts. Yeah. And I'll let David take it from there. I mean, there. We're, we're waiting on the call. You know, we, we've, we, waiting we, on that call. We've cured so many pandemics. In so many different time periods. Not only can we cure pandemics, we can travel time to do it. We can do it in the future. And we probably will use a Sudoku to do it. <laughs> no, that was in the past. Oh, right. I'm pretty sure we're getting the four-digit number out of this. Uh, and and yeah. then we got it. I, yeah, I'm not sure why the experts are having such difficulty with this. Uh, you know, we've. I, I'm sure, like, maybe they can't mix the red and the green or red and the blue liquid to get a purple one no no so. man pants it's the smell puzzle you can't really do that when you're wearing the full the full get up you know that the face right. masks and the, and the suits like you you gotta get out you gotta get that stuff off of you and really get into the challenge of it right so if you lisa and david were solving a quarantine or solving a pandemic uh what what are the steps you think that people should be taking right now i mean first they gotta search the room Mm-hmm. And, right. and communicate searching. about what they find. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. that's that's what most of this is all about. It's just about searching and communicating. And for the most part, like if you if you're reasonably skilled, the puzzles just kind of solve themselves. Pretty much. And also, you don't need strength more than your little finger could push. Yeah, exactly. Two finger strength only. And, and it uh, doesn't take outside knowledge. Yeah, never. <laughs> that's true. We yeah. So really, it. COVID's being a jerk right now. Because <laughs> nobody knows anything. Yeah, uh, it, all of this should be self-contained and and totally solvable for a small group of, say, three to six people. One would hope, <laughs> right? Unless some of them there are like you know useless to you. Yeah. Oh, and are just sitting in the corner. The the other thing is like I don't know what the deal is with all of these like oh we don't have enough tests we can't process the tests fast enough like shine your damn black light. It'll process. Yeah, that's all you need to do. Yeah, it sounds like, too, like some owners are just not providing enough supplies for their rooms, right? They just, people break things, and then they have nothing to replace them, and that's just that's just their fault. Yeah, I mean, really, though, like, look, looking forward to the future, I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to the eventual, like, you know, like, rooms where we're, we're, we're doing a heist to steal toilet paper. Ah... <laughs> There's going to be a pop-up room about that somewhere. Yeah, someone's going to do it. Just know it. Someone. Someone's oh, going to do great. it. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. Right. The quest, for the, I, the quest for the white gold. You know, I, I, I was, I heard that they don't have very many eggs. This was really sad. Oh, for I me. went to the grocery store the other day, and I told Errol there were like two cartons of eggs left oh, on the shelf. Oh my goodness! And, Not that I don't think anybody stocked. But Errol eggs. and his family eat eighteen a day. We don't eat eighteen <laughs> eggs a day. I, I only at the most, at the most, I think it's eight for yourself. No, no, no. At the, for myself, it might be six, but I've cut down. <laughs> I've cut down on the number of eggs I've eaten, and then Echo eats two, right? So like eight. That's okay. the most we've ever eaten okay. in one so day. So eight a day, eight <laughs> eggs a day between two people. But but, but yeah, if, we're, if somebody's cooking bread, then they'll go higher or something like that. But right now, I've decided that maybe I should cut down on the amount of eggs I'm eating, and I'm I'm down. That's to your just contribution to this crisis. Three a day. Yeah. Three Three eggs a day. A day. Oh. Yes. And honestly, if you just go to an Asian grocery store, tons of stuff there. Maybe not toilet paper, but you know, <laughs> you can get all sorts of supplies at Asian grocery stores. That's that's true. Have you been to one? Lately? Yeah, we owe well, actually we didn't go today. Yeah. Yeah. So I have I have a uh, a, a quarantine recipe for you. Mm. Oh. Which is um the chorizo and honey grilled cheese. Two, just regular grilled cheese with, with some nice mature cheddar, couple slices of chorizo sausage, and then you just you, you spread a little bit of honey on top uh, on top of the meat. This is magic. <laughs> so neither Errol nor I eat melted cheese, but <laughs> well, the stuff without the cheese, the chorizo and the honey and the bread sounds amazing. Yes, <laughs> I mean I'm sure I'm sure it's fine if you want to have the inferior version. <laughs> My poor wife loves cheese, it except her whole family. Yeah, I can imagine her whole family doesn't eat cheese, <laughs> other than her. So, so she's she she has to suffer without. But then again, if she does bring cheese, nobody's going to eat it in this household. Not only do they not eat it, they like they're very vocal about the presence of the cheese. Well, that's because you can smell it a mile away. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah. So you like Parmesan, and that's nasty smelling stuff. I know. Smelling I have to stuff. like go running and hide it. I can you smell got, it across the room, like your wine or whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> so, anyway, so, so what I'm hearing is there are there are far more ways to troll Errol than we ever thought. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There, Via there are smells. But then I can always retaliate. Yeah. <laughs> usually throws it back in my face I'm like, I'm like an old man smell ban. You know, I could just, you know, uh, you know, the elderly can, like, exude so many far more disgusting smells than you young folks. So. <laughs> I'm, just like, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to respond. I can't. <laughs> So you guys came out with a, an article recently, or yes, is it today you came out with it, or yesterday? There's an article today? There's, there's an article Doesn't every day. Yeah, we publish yeah. Oh, that's day. true. Sorry, but this particular one was about, you know, because escape rooms, they're out in, you know, public spaces and stuff, and people might be adverse to or cautious about, you know, going places lately. However, we all need our escape room fix, and you guys came up with a list of things to do uh, a fun, fun quarantine things to do while in quarantine. Yeah, was that was that today? It, we kind of did two. Was... We did two different posts. 
Yep. Oh, there's two posts. There's two. Oh. Yesterday's post was a list of things that we've played or we've already reviewed or we know about, um, like listening to the Room Escape Divas. That are great things that you can do. Or the Crypt Text Hunt. <laughs> Have you heard yeah. that Errol wrote a novel? <laughs> Everybody around me has heard that. My poor family. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and all sorts of different tabletop and play at home and remote play games like you escape. And uh, we, so we put together kind of a guide video for all game. of that. Yeah, some video yeah. games. We're probably going to do more of that because we have this sense that this is going to go on longer than people are going to want to. And we're just kind of trying to do our best to embrace it with a smile. And, um, Help other people try to embrace it and find different ways to appreciate their time you know, indoors. And today we shared an unusual list for us it, because it's a mm-hmm. list of games we haven't played yet that are all piled here in our house. So oh. um, we're sharing them with everybody in advance of us playing them just in case you also want to play them unreviewed. Decide what you think of I them. Am- I'm very curious about Senior Sleuths. Oh, so are we. Yeah, we're super, <laughs> super curious. It is a subscription service, and we haven't cracked it open yet because we have two friends who are desperate to play this with us, but they haven't come over. Uh, so we might end up playing around without them. Or maybe they can play on Google Hangouts with us. Yeah, maybe we'll do that. We'll have to see how interactive it is. Yeah, so, but yeah, Senior Sleuths is a, uh, is a subscription tabletop mystery game uh, that is specifically targeted at the 65 and older crowd. Oh, see, I just caught up to your post. I'm going, where are they looking at this? <laughs> Everybody's looking at their phone. Well, just man pans. Look, I know it's one of these posts. I was in the other post. Okay, I see it now. Made for 65 plus. Like, I'm that almost just mean, there! Does that just mean it's like bigger font? I don't yeah. know. Oh, I hope so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we don't know. I don't know. We haven't I, opened it yet. I haven't looked at it yet, but that was one of my big questions was like, how big are the fonts? And like, is my review going to be talking about that their font, how the fact that their fonts are too small for their target audience? It better not yeah, be. I, I don't know yet. <laughs> I have a hard time now with small fonts. <laughs> so in, in, in Athens, I was playing a game with, with Chris and Lindsay, both of whom do not see all that well in low light. They're phenomenal escape room teammates and really two of my favorite people to play with. But in low light, um, they're both just like, David, you do this. And the entire game, it was lit. It wasn't like atrociously low lit but it was it it was kind it was on the dimmer side and they couldn't they couldn't see they couldn't see anything um and there was one point in time where Lindsay and i who go way back we've known each other like i don't know 12 years maybe more i'm trying to i'm pointing out some some clues that are really like critical to a puzzle and she is just like 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 completely unaware and we both started getting really snippy at each other, which is a thing that is pretty out of character for both of us, especially in the escape room. And eventually we real like she, she like she realized that I was seeing something that she physically just could not see. And then I realized that she just straight up could not see the thing I was that, that was plain as day to me. Uh we had a great laugh over that. But yeah, size of things is is that's real. And lighting. <laughs> yeah, and lighting. But yeah, it, I mean, it was it was really funny how how 
just how annoyed we were with each other. I guess we should yeah. play senior sleuths in the daytime in a well lit room. Yeah, yeah, I'm all for it. Oh, I, w- I would test it out like in in lower light to see if it's it's if it's even readable there. No, we'll have to see. I have no idea what's in the box. Should I go grab one of the boxes and we can crack it open and take a look? Sure. <laughs> I remember this Twilight Zone episode. It's probably one of the few I've seen. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm glad. I'm glad at least someone is appreciating the joke. <laughs> what are you reading? Today's oh, today's the post, post. The list of things we haven't yet played has an image from. Uh, from the Tyler oh, Zone episode, yeah. uh, Time Enough, um, and yep. it's it's the scene of the the old, the old man, the last person on Earth, um, yes. who all he ever wanted to do in life was read, and now everyone is dead, and he's just surrounded by books and total silence, and then spoilers for a like what is it, 60, 70 year old show at this point, yeah, he, uh, <laughs> yeah, just as he's getting ready to read his first book uh, without interruption, his glasses, his very thick, like, Coke bottle glasses fall off his face and crack. And yep. that's pretty much the end of the episode with him screaming, there was time now. <laughs> I'm going to go grab this box. Just looking, I'm looking at all these things. Yeah, is there anything else on this list that catches your eye? I, I'm always, you know, the, the mail-in things. I don't know what it is. I like getting mail so, and I like getting mail that's not like a oh, loan statement. You should put your address up and just say, "Hi, I'm Manda. Please send me mail." I feel like that's a bad <laughs> idea. I want fan mail. I love getting fan mail. That's awful. What? No, no, put it on your Facebook wall. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> we have people that are like Mad Pan fans. No, no yeah. I feel like that was a joke. And oh, not I don't serious. know if it's a joke. There are Mad Pan fans out there. <laughs> There's one that wants to send a Mad Pan fan mail. There's one person who left a comment on your comic. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's at least one. Maybe the other people are silent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. They can Just like the U E U E and Q. What? Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, David's handing me printed materials out of the senior sleuths box. All right, what do they look? What's the verdict? The, the font size is pretty, it's pretty respectable. Especially I mean, the, the checklist here. That's big, big font. This yeah. less so. Things are, things are. No, no, like, this is big. They're probably like sixteen point font. Yeah. That's, that's, Whoa. That's a decent that's, size. That's pretty decent. There is a lot to read in this game. Like so <laughs> much to read. Oh, it comes with. Guys, it comes with a magnifier, a giant. Oh, it's like, it's like a seven-inch-long magnifier that also has a ruler on it. All right, okay, I'm, that's nice. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling that. Um, I bought this light magnifying glass for puzzles. It's great. Sometimes <laughs> when I play some board games, I'll just bring it on over and so, read. Well, like lately, yeah, but I'm like sometimes when you play board games, yeah, that's a large item right there. Yeah. This, there's some stuff that's a little oh, look, bit small, like the, the map has a little bit of fine fine detail going on, but for the most part, this is actually pretty... What's that thing? What's this? What is this thing? What? No, I wanted to know about that. I think this is a pencil sharpener. Huh. Or, is it? Yeah, I think it's a... Yeah. We, there's some all, all sorts of strange objects in this thing. The suspense! Oh, this is a, a pack of colored pencils. Oh, well, I oh. guess this is a pencil sharpener. A pencil sharpener. That's exciting. Okay. There, oh, this, too. This That's looks a, like a little bag a of jigsaw puzzles. All right. 
We'll have right. to uh, see how this goes. But clearly, the, yeah. the font size not too small. There we go. And when you sharpen the pencil, then it'll reveal a secret message inside the wood. It feels like a lot of sharpening. That would be fun. We we actually did that once in a game because we in, in a tabletop game because we thought it might be necessary for the game. It was a lot of useless work. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, oh. Oh, what was that game? That was uh, Hunter Killer. Hunter Killer. Yep. Hunter Killer season oh, one. Oh right. Which right did this ridiculous thing where you never knew what the mystery was in the game and you never knew how deep to go frequently it was just like just go to cert like right below the surface but every once in a while they had a challenge in there that required you to dig like super deep and you can mm. tell that the fans of this thing were lost in space because if you went on the forums um you know there was one point there was a a, a constellation that was that was mentioned by the main character and there were people writing like entire treatises on like the, like the myth uh, like the myth of Cassiopeia and how it might relate to this game, and nobody knew whether it was like whether anything was like surface level or, or super deep. And so we reached a point where we didn't know what to do, and we were looking at this pencil that came in the box, and we said, "Well, I guess we're just going to sharpen it." <laughs> <laughs> I will say that was a long time ago, and Hunt a Killer. Um, has changed a lot of their stuff and updated it. We haven't played any of the new stuff, but it sounds like they've continued to iterate. So that's on our two playlist as well, although it's not in today's post. Maybe it'll go in a future post. Yeah. But we know they have something new coming out that they, they said is is much tighter and much more self-contained and uh, has a proper hint system and all of that. So we're actually really excited because they did some really cool things. But... Um, uh, on the storytelling side, but wow, they were lost at sea on the game design side. Oh. That's, uh, well, you know, because it's hard. <laughs> you know what's really hard is that the Cryptex Hunt, not that this is a Cryptex Hunt podcast, no, no, but no, I'm no, just going to talk. Let's have a therapy session, Errol. Get, <laughs> yeah, no, you, you, you pressed it, the trigger for Errol to talk about the book, which is... Not hard to do lately, how, but <laughs> how do you? It's hard to make a puzzle hunt for both newbies and for expert puzzle hunters. No kidding, oh my goodness! You, you're, yeah. you're saying that it's hard to make a thing for an expert and also the same thing for someone who's brand new to something. Oh, this is this is shocking. Yeah, and, I, and it's interesting. I don't know if anybody knows the the vast divide between an expert puzzle hunter and a brand new person. It's it's I feel just, like I know. I think somebody made a, just a meme enough to know that, that exists. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like the, is deep. the difference between a brand new puzzle hunter and a and, and, and a true expert puzzle hunter is pretty much the difference between a newborn baby and you know, like maybe an Olympic athlete competing in their sport. And it's not so much that new people are dumb; it's just that there's so much experience uh, they've gathered just well, from playing. So many puzzles. That, that's that's yeah. my point. Is it's not like it, it's not a lack of like it's it's just that you have to have someone. You kind of have to have someone guide you and and teach you into this into this world because there's so many things that mm-hmm. are not obvious. Can I? Can I? This this does relate. 
But uh, I, I played a mobile game recently called The Escaper, and it's brand new, and it's for Android. And it's an escape room game, so this is another one you could play in quarantine. But I was so proud of myself <laughs> because I usually always go for a hint at some point. And granted, this was because there were no hints for the game. It was so new, there weren't any hints online. There's no hints in the game itself. And I solved it all without hints, and I was so happy about it, <laughs> but, but it's, it's just, it reminded me, like, you know, sometimes it just takes people longer, and that's okay. Yeah, I, the first time that we did a mystery hunt, I think was three years ago, and Ooh. somebody had told us, like, hey, look, if you substantially contribute in any way to the solving of one puzzle, that's a successful first hunt. <laughs> and, and we did um to, for basically like one and you know we substantially contributed to one puzzle and like half contributed to another and and that was that was that this past year was the first time that i ever actually solved a mystery hunt like like finished off in a mystery hunt puzzle on my own oh now is this the mit mystery yeah, hunt, the MIT or? Mystery hunt. okay yeah. yeah um and it was probably the proudest moment of my puzzling career <laughs> I would be proud of that. Of course. Yeah. 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 I was, yeah. My teammates didn't really know me. I only there's only one person on the team that I knew well, and so I was like trying to contain my like overwhelming joy and uh, just like be cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think even even uh, something like Tales of Ord when I played it with my friends, and they've never done a a puzzle hunt type of thing. And they were shocked when I got out my laptop, and they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm making a spreadsheet. <laughs> like, why? And I was like, this is more complicated than I thought. We should organize it in a spreadsheet. And look, here are our theories. And they were like, do you do this all the time? I'm like, And then I showed them examples of other people's like puzzle hunters spreadsheets, and they were like shocked but yeah if you're going into a wait, puzzle wait, hunt you have just you just keep other people's spreadsheets no 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 like when we had one together oh i, think I thought it, you just held them in no your folders. no i copied and pasted them all in and i studied <laughs> Look, them at night i should Ar but some people hoard toilet paper man pan hoards puzzle hunt spreadsheets don't hoard shame <laughs> Got to study somehow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, you learn a lot from those spreadsheets. It's great because a lot of people would start up uh, like private chats and then I would join those private chats. I mean, they were public chats. This is during the Cryptex hunt, not just in real life. You know, I'm just. Yeah, Errol just, just crashing in on people's <laughs> chats. Know. Like, hi, I'm Errol. Can I write a comic about you? <laughs> there were there were there were times in the first cryptex hunt when I went in on people's private chats. So like no, <laughs> that yeah. was when they were private chats. <laughs> yeah, nice <laughs> I going, used my Mampans. god powers that you gave me, and it was you probably great. should have told people that you were listening in. Man, pans when when you were lurking on people in the first cryptex hunt, did anyone say anything that like you really weren't supposed to hear? No, oh, people were pretty. That was a letdown like, answer right there. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Was, yeah. Well, there I was, was really hoping that like someone was going to like <laughs> confess that like where you know where they hit a body. 
Oh yeah, that's that's where you do it on. Well, yeah. they probably did because they were talking about all the the janitors they were murdering in the streets, like the virtual janitors. But no, no real bodies or anything. Oh, speak- that would be great, though. Wouldn't Speaking it? of which, oh. this just reminded me of a game that we didn't put onto the list yesterday. Gonna have to add it. There's a mobile game called No Bodies. Um, and it oh, is no. basically it's it's sort of like a like a like an escape roomy type game, except. Your whole job is to clean the, you, you work for, you work for some government agency that assassinates people and your entire job is to mm. just clean up the assassination. Uh, and it's basically oh. like a point and click puzzler. It's quite clever and really macabre and I, I like it a lot. <laughs> that'd, that'd be fun to play. Yeah. yeah that sounds cool. Yeah. There's a, yeah, there's a ton of tabletop games you could do. And I noticed that you did, we, we mentioned him earlier, but uh, you put U-Escape on there. So for those who would really like an escape room experience, U-Escape is something where you all, uh, and we've interviewed him in the past as well, if you want to listen to that episode. I don't know which number. Um, but you all log on, um, you're all in a Google Hangout, and the escape room is right in front of you. And you basically control the player the main player to grab things, to look at things, to manipulate objects, and you solve it all together. And it's it's a lot of fun from the time I played. And I'll add that I'm not sick of David, but if you were sick of the people <laughs> that you are in a room with, then with you escape, you can actually collaboratively play with people who you are not in a physical space with. And that's that's been the fun for us, at least, when we played this. We mostly have been playing with friends who live you know, out of state or overseas, and um, we don't normally get to see. But, um, you know, if we're all locked down, then everybody is someone you don't get to normally see. You know, I'm trying to find this on our website, and I thought, let's just type in you escape, groom escape divas, and... No, you and escape are too common of words it, to find What if you can them and make it one word? Yeah, I think it's one, oh, without, one a, word? without a space. Oh, yeah. let's try that. Oh, oh. Concatenate. Oh, episode 89. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised. So uh, you also have naturally pandemic legacy on there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The whole time, this thing, yeah, it, this this feels like you know the Jan to March period of pandemic legacy right now. Uh, <laughs> Errol has Errol hasn't finished season one yet. You guys need to finish season oh, one. Do it. You got to do. Pandemic legacy season one is magical, and then and then you should do season two, which is totally different and also magical, but really <laughs> like like shockingly different. Oh. There's also another game that we played a while back uh, called Plague Inc. It's a mobile game. Yeah, that... was recently banned in China. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I mean... Yeah, and that one, that one's a little more, yeah, it's, you play as a virus that's trying to take over the world. And so you're trying to get past all these. Canada's always the hardest to infect because it's cold. <laughs> and... <laughs> yeah. The funnest part of the game was coming up with... Uh, yeah, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> names for your viruses. <laughs> Why don't you uh, say some of your names, Daryl? No. What did you name your viruses? <laughs> <laughs> such a ten-year-old boy. It's, it's always funny to me things... when Errol gets embarrassed because 
the threshold for what I, like what I imagine must be embarrassing to you is is, is 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 so so like like cringy low for me that I like I, I can barely even handle what I'm imagining. I don't think it's embarrassing for Errol. I think he's just so amused with himself that he's like can't even get past how funny it is to him what these names are. So we had things like anal leakage was one of them. Oh, that's so mild. I can't remember though. I can't remember like um, anal boils or something. Anal- <laughs> oh, every new disease was fun for me to try. <laughs> That was like the most exciting thing for him because then uh, the game would come up with messages like you know, anal boils has gotten into Japan and like you're like, oh, God. I, I like to imagine that someone over at Play Inc has access to the aggregate name data and they're just running all sorts of analyses on different parts of the world and like. If they need help with name analyses, I volunteer. As like a sort of. I think I sort of like tried to fight back on Errol's names by naming one of my viruses Errol, uh, and so that was funny to see like the messages pop up with like <laughs> Canada is resisting Errol. Like, yeah, just just a, a foot infection. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the, the, we've got we've currently got a couple of games cracked open right now. We have one of the Ravensburger um, jigsaw jigsaw puzzles, the escape cur- puzzles, escape puzzles. Um, oh. It's the oh. Curse of the Wolf. Um, which is fun, although I think that I've actually solved the meta puzzle before we finished assembling the first 100 pieces. Which also means before doing any of the puzzles that lead up to the meta puzzle. Yeah. But, so we'll um, see. We'll see. And, and uh, you know, back solving can be fun too. And then we have, it's not, it's sadly not for sale yet. It's going to go on Kickstarter at some point. Um, but we have... Um, the newest game from the creator of Tale of Orn. Yeah. Which it's called the, called Emerald Flame. We've, we've done the first of three chapters, and it's it's been it, it was fantastic. Uh, much less intense so far than Tale of Orn, which is not yep. necessarily a bad thing. Uh, I, I suspect this one will be able to appeal to a broader audience. It's a much shorter game, and it seems like it's uh, it's it's much less intense. Uh, but Ooh. the components are. Gorgeous. The art is is like I, I just I, I sent I sent the creator a message and said like when you put this on Kickstarter, can you have like a tier that also comes with a poster sized version of the box art? Because I want Ooh. it. It's yeah. Even just seeing her Instagram posts and seeing the works in progress, it looks like a very pretty game. Yeah. Companies yeah. post curious. Also, I don't think we yeah. mentioned that. Is there any chance if like people are going to be in quarantine? Is there any chance that you can keep the cryptex hunt up longer than the than through the end of the month? Mm, sure, it's not like it's not yeah. like you're making money off it. <laughs> so. no. I mean, I'm not. Yeah, no, it can be up having a grand old time doing things. I think the hard part is is that I, I have to take a look at the server. That's mm-hmm. pretty much it, mm-hmm. and see uh, what it does. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. server that we have right now, eventually at a spe- specified date, will turn everything into done mode, and then you can get the solution. And I wonder if there's a way just to keep it up, like in indefinite mode. I mean, I could always just put the date. I mean, till you can also never. just like put solution. You know, you can put a solution and hint guide up there and leave it up there for people to to, to peruse and use however they see fit. 
Yeah, that's true. And that way you don't have to be there manning it and and answering people's questions. You can just, you know, leave it up there. But um yeah. I I just feel like there's going to be more and more people looking for that kind of entertainment. Totally. We need more people that hate me. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't hate you this year. No, really. no, they don't hate me that much this, no. much this year. I did make the puzzles a little bit easier. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Yep. Except for the finales. But other than that, and, we're all good. And no cryptic crosswords. No. no. Crypt- I love cryptic I crosswords, but I didn't put I, them I've, in. I've, I've developed more of an appreciation for them as I have started to learn how to do them. But Ken Ferguson from the UK Escape Room blog, The Logic Escapes Me, he got a little bit snippy <laughs> on our comments about the lack of... Uh, <laughs> cryptic crosswords of this year's Cryptex hunt. <laughs> I like cryptic crosswords. They're fun. Uh, I, but... I like them too. I, for me, the big paralyzing problem that I had back during the first Cryptex hunt was just that I didn't know how to do them and I didn't even really know how to start to learn how to do them. Yeah. Um, they were just very foreign and, and, and basically like an entire like mess of outside knowledge that I, I didn't have. And that was, that's kind of been my observation of a lot of people is that when they encounter these things without some kind of guidance, um, there's, they're just, they're a kind of a paralyzing puzzle type. But they are so cool. They are really Once you cool. get the knowledge to appreciate them and I don't have the knowledge to do them. Just, just starting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, it's, and it's hard because I want to do other types of puzzles but now I'm I'm feeling that maybe I shouldn't. So like, should I do graphic manipulation puzzles? Do I do audio manipulation puzzles? And mm-hmm. even judging from this, there were so many people because like we had like fifty percent of the people that played were brand new to puzzle hunts. As someone who doesn't have a lot of those skills, I would say I mean it is tough a tough call. But I would say at the very least, I always have a friend who knows graphic design and I always have like I, I have people usually have a friend who have those skills so I'd reach out to them and make weird requests <laughs> like can you like put this image and another image and like do this thing and they'd be like yes but why do you need that don't ask <laughs> questions do don't ask questions <laughs> <laughs> and then they do it they're like oh look a secret message I'm like oh yeah that's good that's good now, now forget the message you saw this never happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then there are a lot of people that like to do it solo. So, you know. You know. This is a team effort. We're an anime. <laughs> David and Lisa. Also, there wasn't a livid puzzle this year. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm sorry that we... Do you know, you were talking about trying to put crypto crosswords in it. Do you know how hard it is to put puzzles in a novel? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. No, I stopped editing it at some point because every time the edits came, it'll be like, hang on. No, no, no. I didn't want people to stop editing it. There, I still need edits. It's just that it made it really hard. I, mean, I, I have some kind of idea because I hid puzzles in our wedding and that, mm. that came with its own set of challenges and definitely far fewer than having a, a novel to embed them in. Yeah. Did you put, yeah, imagine putting a puzzle in your vows. We we didn't do that. Oh. In, <laughs> we didn't do that. But we we did hide a, we did hide a, a multi layer escape roomy like puzzle. Um, it span our the, the program for the for for the for the event, 
and then we had components in um, in the bathrooms, and um, then we also had a couple of friends who were in on it, and uh, and you had to interact ah, with them. Yeah, they were basically uh, it, they were basically both our friends and also characters in this experience. Nice. Yeah. You know, I think for my very first uh, escape room event, I wanted to put a puzzle in the bathroom. And then I thought to myself, wait, that will be a huge... Bottleneck? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody lining There's already people, people trying to get the bathroom stall? already. We, <laughs> we left it as... the. There was one component uh, that basically had, like, we drew, a, like, a camera on it and then just said, like... And then, and then after, you know, like, and then after it's just like, put me back where you found me. Uh, uh, you drew a camera and say so put it, it was basically, into the it was basically a grill that went over the, uh, um, the, uh, in, in, in one bathroom, there was a grill that went over the program and revealed certain words, but those words didn't make sense. And then in the other bathroom, there was like a nomenclature that, um, translated words to words to words. Um, and so some of those words had alternate meanings and you needed to mm. have, have the, the grill and then the guide to, uh, to, to parse out what, what it was going to tell you to do. Yes. Yeah. Cause I Makes didn't, sense. I didn't want a bottleneck in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Why ever not? <laughs> I had one other suggestion for things to do during quarantine as far as things to watch, because there's tons of escape room type movies out there people might want to watch together. Who knows? This, this is one of the posts that I've been planning on writing. Ah, so yesterday with my friends, I ended up staying, like a few of us ended up staying in our own houses, but we all wanted to watch like cartoons together. And so my one friend found a program called Sync Play, which uh, is a, obviously is a is a program in which you could watch things together and not have to worry about syncing issues. So you have to both download the file that you're going to watch. So we all downloaded like the, the movie we're going to watch. We both loaded it up and then somebody presses play and it plays on both your screens. And at the same time, we had a Discord chat going so that we could talk back and forth. So even things like watching movies can be done from the comfort so or can be done with friends. Did like one separately. of you put on The Wizard of Oz and the other put on The Dark Side of the Moon? Oh, there's an idea. <laughs> but yeah, it was a lot of fun. And so I know that there's... I have still haven't seen the Escape Room movies. We should do that as a as a fun thing. Like, just have divas watch the Escape Room movies. Um, oh, we could do a little commentary. What, yeah. One of them... Uh, I, I watched one of them and drunk tweeted the experience... A few years ago, <laughs> I don't really like getting drunk, but a friend of ours kind of challenged us to this. And so, yeah, so somewhere out in our Twitter feed is, uh, is a series of drunk tweets about one of the escape room movies from 2017. Excellent. Actually had a really good time. It was really, really, really bad. <laughs> like, like. It nice. was almost like they were trying to make a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So we have talked about it before on this podcast, but why don't you talk we to... We did? Yeah. With them? Yeah. yeah we had all when they, briefly. <laughs> when they announced you 
as a speaker. Wait, was it a full episode? No, it was it was part of an episode. Oh. But you were you were it was there. Part I of an saw. episode. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure I was there. But remember, I'm old. <laughs> like, you can't see small second. print. <laughs> Get off my you lawn. That's my tree. <laughs> But for Errol's sake, why don't you tell us about your conference again? (laughs) So we're hosting an event in Boston in August. It's called Recon, the Reality Escape Convention. And it's a convention for the escape room industry. Um, It's going to be a lot of conversation. And we have some incredible speakers lined up to come share their knowledge. Speakers who are really at the top of their field in different aspects of escape room design and escape room business operations. So it's really exciting. Yeah. We know that with the the threat of COVID and the way that that is affecting the conference circuit right now, like we're, this is a thing that we're acutely aware of. And we've been communicating regularly with our ticket holders, our vendors, our sponsors. And we're moving forward just as we were before. Um, just now we're adding on additional layers of planning and uh, we're, you know, we're just going to make sure that we're doing this as safely as possible and thinking through what the various um you know what 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 the various risks that we have to mitigate for are so we're moving forward um and the way that we see this is that one way or the other we're going to be on the on the other side of the slope on covid by by the time august rolls around um and hopefully it's a softer slope uh, and not a drop off a cliff hopefully people are are good at you know, helping helping us collectively flatten the curve, um, mm-hmm. but the way that we see it is that we're definitely you know we're, we're moving forward and we're adding contingency plans to our contingency plans, so we're not going to be caught off guard by this. And we will say also that you can learn a lot more about Recon at the website, realityescapecon.com, where we do also have a message there about. COVID. So if you want to learn more about what David just said, there's a message. And if you want to learn more about what the event is going to look like, there's tons of information there about that. Yeah. But we're, we're so excited about this. This has basically been our primary focus, um, for months and months now, and we're just pouring ourselves into it. And we just can't wait to share this event with the community. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to see Errol talk for less than, for like 45 minutes or less. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be there with a hook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and a gong. Yeah. yeah every, 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 that's it. What we need is, we need is a gong and every five minutes I'm just going to go and bash on it. <laughs> Maybe maybe we can make a new room called Escape the Arrow. Escape the Arrow. <laughs> you won't be in a room with me, and I'm just talking, and you got to find your way out. Or you have to. Can you get Errol to stop talking? You have to get to the popcorn. <laughs> open. You have to open up the popcorn so the shove his face of popcorn, and he can't talk mm. properly anymore. Oh, maybe it's a score based <laughs> thing. Maybe it's like every every piece of popcorn you shove into his face. <laughs> I'm okay with popcorn. Oh yeah, what if you like? What if it's like the uh, the type of thing where it's like a timer? You give Errol a handful of popcorn, and like you have like a minute before he starts talking again, and then you know. <laughs> I'm in. And if he starts talking, your sanity starts to go down. <laughs> Everybody can have a sanity meter. I yeah. think that's brilliant. <laughs> it, it oh, I like gotta decide this game, game. but with actual horror. This could be the new theme for 2021 Cryptex Hunt. (laughs) 
<laughs> He's looking quite serious right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because I want to. I need to come up with a theme. I should get people to send me ideas. Anyway, thank you for joining us today, David and Lisa, and discussing all the fun that is quarantine and all the fun you could have during quarantine. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Every time we have David and Lisa on, what? they turn their camera on because they know that they oh, need to like goodness make sakes. you crack. They turned it on early. He is like super close to that camera. That is. There you go. Like, you I go. just saw. A Maybe mustache. you should move over so you can see the camera. Oh, should I move over so yeah. that he can show me more easily? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. So accommodating. Okay, here we go. Ah, what's, what's Lisa doing? <laughs> I don't know. It's already cracking. <laughs> Okay, Room Escape Divas is brought to you by Inverse Genius. You can go to InverseGenius.com to find other fun podcasts just like this one. Yeah, Errol's wearing tights. Uh, (laughs) He's wearing like work. Okay, what are they? There's like being like a pop goes the weasel thing going on here right now. Um, uh, whoa! Emails at roomescapedivas at gmail You could we love getting emails, and if you want to uh, Facebook, click the like button on the Room Escape Divas Facebook page. And if you were using Twitter, you ah, jeez, you had a fake out there where you turned off the camera, and I was like, oh, I'm good. And then no, uh, you could use the hashtag R E Divas. Thanks, guys. Bye bye. Bye. Bye.